you know, it's pretty quick these days. All right, we're live. Go. Okay. We are live here on Season 3, Episode 7, Westworld. Coming to you live, Super Mainer Bros Podcast in Burlington, Ontario, Canada. Um, so uh, I'm your host, uh, Jeff Mater, here with my brother Dave Mater. Uh, yeah. We've been recapping season three all all uh, for the past about what was it been about uh, two months now? We've been watching this show. Feels like a you know feels like a short time and a long time. It's been only seven episodes, but uh, it's been a journey that's for sure. Uh, Absolutely. Not- has not felt like a, like a typical seven episode uh, arc. <laughs> Normally would. No, uh, it's moved fast, but it's also had some moments where you're, like it, it, you kind of been like kind of trying to figure out the season. And this this episode definitely uh, gave us a lot of um, enlightening uh, scenes to kind of what the end game of the season is going to be next week. Uh, so we kind of I was kind of confused about where it was going. Was Dolores going to be the big bad or? Was she like I didn't really see this coming? Where basically she's making Caleb the big bad. Well, and she's she's lighting the match though, isn't she? Like, isn't she ultimately like the puppet master of this equation? And um, Caleb's sort of been manipulated into this situation. Yeah, for sure. But I do think that um, I I kind of saw it going where Dolores was going to be like this insurmountable threat that would just like even keep replicating or would just be this ahead of the game every step of the way and it seems like she it's it's going a different way where it's she understands that she can't destroy the world by herself she needs to get a human to destroy the world for her well and it's her great sense of irony is apparently what um well i guess what bernard tells us right right is that she's not going to do it herself because that would be too simple that would be just blah to her she's got to do it way more better better than that she got to think more original than any human ever would. Yeah, well, speaking of Bernard, I thought he actually had a good episode in this episode. He had a lot, lot to do, a lot of dialogue. Um, uh, he just like well, for the first time all season, I felt like he actually mattered. Why did they pick up the Man in Black? Why do <laughs> they want? Why do they need him? Why do they want him? Why? Why? They just keep saying we, we you know, like he, he's even saying to them directly, "I will kill you, so don't keep me alive. I'm going to kill you." And yeah. You know, he's, like, it, he's like, I don't like you. You're a bunch of uh, what does he call it? He calls him a can opener, I think. Uh, yeah, he a can opener. He has no, he has no love for these hosts. He does not like them. He doesn't. He's not on their side. He's not looking to march their cause. He's really. He he says he's going to wipe them all out, including starting with these two. And then they're like, well, we might need him. Like, well, you know, he's he's a harmless human. Why should we be afraid of this guy? You should be very afraid of this guy. Uh, I don't. These guys. These two know him. Not only as hosts but also as just like you know people who they were playing human beings before like uh within the park staff and knew he was a ruthless businessman and like kind of this crazy guy who did kind of maniacal stuff out of the uh, in the park so yeah they uh, would know his full history more than most hosts i mean considering their position at delos right they would have kind of look be able to look at both sides of him and they would be, they would be way more familiar with him than like dolores would be at least just on face value so, um, well, Dolores seems to remember everything. I mean, she talks about it in this episode quite a bit, but that she was the farmer's daughter and she had this recurring, you know, segment where she this is what the life that she thought she was stuck in, which is very similar to Caleb. And she, she's working Caleb this whole episode. She wants to get him to come to a point of realization 
that he needs to do something that he needs to pretty much destroy humans or destroy the machine. I don't know exactly know what the next. Well, episode. I guess his mission is to dest- to kill. Um, what's his name? The bad guy. Sorry, Sirac. Sirac. Yeah. So he's he's, he's now going to kill Sirac. That he got the plan. He got like the computer chip from the psychopathic Rehoboam, which was called what? Um, sorry, do we remember that name? No, I didn't really get. So is that not Rehoboam? That's like Dolores's Rehoboam. That, no, that, that's like the that's like Sirac's brother's Rehoboam. Oh, I see. Okay, right. the, it's a schizophrenic Rehoboam. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, and so is that in a different location than the original Rehoboam? Yes, it's in some other wherever they were. I guess I I, I wasn't even quite following where exactly. I think they were in Mexico, or no, I don't know where they were. They're in uh, like the Midwest, I think. Like I think yeah, they're actually, like it's kind of like what's going on. I Where think they're in you? Arizona or like that kind of a deal. Like maybe you're right. Maybe it's Mexico. No, they're in Mexico. It says they are in Mexico. Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's similar to like she says. Like Dolores does say that it is similar to the park and to her home. And he goes, "You beat the park, right?" So it was modeled after, you know, that sort of idea, that location, that geography. Uh, the park was. So it is kind of uh, ironic, and she's all about irony. That's for sure. Yeah, and so Maeve was trying to take her out, and, and Maeve's just like, you know what? I don't like you. We're not the same. Whatever. I was te- I was on Maeve's side this whole time. I'm like, get her, Maeve. Get her. When she blew her arm off, I'm like, almost. She's almost got her. And then Dolores got the drop on her at the end with the aim. Yeah. Talk about a slow walk. Maeve's, you know, as smart as she is, isn't smart enough to, you know, run. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't bring backup with her. She could have brought like an army of like um, like like automatons, like uh, bots, just to help her in the fight. Yeah, well, I'll, you know, and then, you know, this episode starts with uh, the comeback of Clementine. Yeah, so so yeah, this is kind of paying off on the whole um, promise of Serac to get help for Maeve, right? So that means Maeve needed help to kind of wage war on the Doloreses. So early on, we get. Um, his name Sato Dolores. Yep, gets a call from Charlotte Dolores. Right, right. She basically, says, she basically says, "Stop doing what she wants. She doesn't care about you." Yeah, Dolores you know. Prime is not on your side. She's gonna wipe us all out. Get out of here, right? Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't really believe her. Um, uh, you know, Sato Dolores doesn't really believe the charlotte hale Dolores, and i don't know exactly what you know why that is why he's i mean because he hasn't been crossed he hasn't had the experiences that you know obviously that charlotte hale's uh, Dolores has had the other one was also very loyal the uh the martin uh Dolores was also very loyal as well so it's kind of hard to um see like is charlotte hale basically going to be the foil for the Dolores prime i think i think she's gonna definitely be in the next episode she was barely in this one um yeah, we got it in. Obviously, they haven't paid any of that. Yeah, we just get a quick call at the beginning from Hale, Dolores, nothing. Like, she's obviously, she wants payback against Dolores Prime. That seems clear, right? Yeah, like, well, it's not. And probably Serac as well. Yeah, like, she doesn't seem to like either side, I would imagine. Um, yeah, she's on her own side now. For me, I don't know. The, the character I enjoyed the most in this uh, this episode was the man in black or the man in white. I enjoyed uh the conflict that we have as an audience with him because he's like kind of like the only champion for humans other than Serac and they're both terrible but it's like he's more fun to root for than Serac. Serac's just you know you know he's just the, the the bad guy of the season you know 
At least that's my opinion. I think he'll be gone by by next episode, uh, by the end of next episode. I don't think we'll have Serac in season four if there is a season four, which I imagine there will be. That's here. Crash or Westworld party. Sarah, okay. Sarah. Yeah, we know that we know this isn't Star Trek. This is Westworld. <laughs> Go Westworld. watch Westworld. Uh, this is a big all, episode of Westworld. It's all available for you to watch. Uh, you can definitely watch some Westworld. Start from the beginning, and uh, you know, Dad, you're ruining our Westworld <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know all about Sarek. Yeah, we know about Sarek. But that's for a different time. We we talk about enough Star Trek on this. Yeah, come uh, on. Let us have like get two, eight episodes of Westworld this year, and they're kind of I don't know. How do you feel like this season's going? Like seven episodes uh, in, we're got one left. Do you feel like this was a good arc? I feel like certain characters got a good arc, but I don't think it's it's definitely not the same formula as the first two seasons, wouldn't you say? Definitely not. Well, it I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, because the first two seasons were very much mysteries. Like they were these things you had to unravel. This is less of a mystery. There, I guess the big reveal, I guess at least in this episode, was that you know this is sort of what Dolores has been planning all along is to use Caleb as the weapon. He's the loaded gun, and he and, she, and he's going to point or she's going to point him at at Serac, um, and and Serac's death will actually lead to the end. Of humanity, we're gonna see like that Rehoboam circle thing go all the way dark. Yeah, right. And then it's going to be sort of back to what it was before he created Rehoboam, which was sounded like it was kind of like not great, uh, not great times for humanity. Things were sort of a little more desperate. Um, that the scenario that the AI created was something that it would help the most people. But okay, I don't understand the people that they had in like the cryo tubes and everything down below the other AI. What was the other AI? The crazy AI's name. Uh huh. Solomon. Solomon. Um, Solomon with the creepy voice who tried to use the other voices. Right, like they were just so they these were like schizophrenic people, but this was also like just people like outliers. Who I don't know what qualified exactly as an outlier. But anybody who was, they didn't kill them. They would put them into like a little uh, stasis for some reason. Why, yeah. Jeff? Why? I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I don't really know if even the technology is looking out for the best interest of humanity as much as, uh, you know, especially not individuals. It's just trying to make sure that it doesn't kill itself. And But maybe if it did, kill itself for a while and it would come out the other side of you know better but maybe you know maybe like you know what it reminds me of the whole this whole thing with Rehovum reminds me of a star trek episode of voyager with where it was um seven to nine was uh, constantly uh coming up with conspiracy theories because she was downloading so much data into her, her into her poor mind that she would constantly, you know, she would go, oh, Janeway's, you know, the saboteur, and she was, you know, working with... Oh, she was stimulating too much information. Correct. And I think that is what's going on here, that these these Rehoboams and the, these AI that are uh, processing all information at once are, 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 process, are not really able to actually calculate um, choice. They can make projections, but then they're making decisions based off projections. Right. And then those, you know, so that, that, that has an effect on the way society will operate. And then has, you know, so there's all these residual effects that 
are probably unnecessary that if you know you know it's almost like the it's eliminating the natural order and creating a new order uh, out of technology which i don't know if it's i don't know if it's good i don't know if it benefits humans um well it didn't seem like it was there was a lot of good options for any of this really like it seemed like there was mostly going to be um like humanity was going to destroy itself by itself or it was going to have like this real like dystopian existence under Serac's like uh, probabilities with Rehoboam, or it's going to be this new thing. I guess where uh, Caleb wipes out all of humanity for Dolores, and then some. Oh, uh, and then that somehow, um, uh, from out of that, Dolores will create her utopia for the for whatever hosts are left. For all of host kind. That's what she says. She says she just wants a, a world where her host can kind of live free. But do I? Do we really believe that? Is that what you really believe that though? That's what Dolores wants. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it to me either. I think she's like lying to either to herself or she's lying to the characters around her to make her. I don't know what the purpose is, but I don't buy her argument. No, I don't buy anything that Dolores is selling these days. She's on my 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 list, um, my list of every, things I think are dumb. Um, also, okay, this this episode was a lot about like Caleb, his past, the big reveal around him, and why he is now the gun that's being pointed at humanity. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. So it seems like most of what we know about Caleb is true or like it's bits and pieces are and certain parts of his memory were erased or were scrambled to think that they happened in different orders. Dude, bit, all right, this yeah. episode is mainly about Caleb. And did you enjoy any of the Caleb backstory? I was snoring. No. I thought it was pretty bad. I uh, was kind of like fading through it. Especially the stuff that was not true. They tell us all this stuff that, like, what he thought it was originally. Hmm. And you're like, okay. And so you spend, like, all this time in this episode kind of setting up who Caleb thought he was or what, what you thought or how he perceived certain events to happen. Right. But then later on, when they tell you exact how it happened instead, you're like, well, it's kind of, it's, it's pretty close to the original. What just, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I needed all that setup. I think that there was a little too much of it. I guess, uh, you know, I guess this show is guilty sometimes of not explaining things or yada yada over a backstory, but maybe this was too much the other way because they gave us like this whole story with the guy who was like the older, I don't know what, what their profession was. They were outliers who were charged with hunting down other outliers so that they could make money, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I mean I, I just the whole thing with him and his friend and like like you said some of it wasn't even true, and, but some of it was. But some of it was, and then they're, they you know they have all these flash sequences where he's remembering different things, and then I don't know like just why do you got to make it all like like I think they're like trying to make it mysterious when it didn't need to be. Just fucking tell us. You know, like, like, I don't get it. Like, I think they're just doing too much rigmarole for me. Uh, yeah. Just wasting time filler. Uh, and I, I don't know. Like, it wasn't. I thought this episode took was a step down in a lot of different ways. Uh, I even thought, like, they thought this whole, like, I watched the behind the scenes after the episode or whatever. And they thought this whole Maeve Dolores scene was going to be this ultimate 
meeting and, and it was okay you know <laughs> like it was, the dialogue wasn't good enough i thought no. like it was the action was fine and there was kind of like this high like they kind of they had both had drones involved in their, their big fight right one yeah. was shooting at mave and one was shooting at dolores or i think that's what was happening um I just watched this episode once, so I, I, it's hard to kind of follow exactly. What maybe maybe Westworld is a two-watch uh, kind of show. Maybe that's maybe the problem here. But yeah, uh, that's fair. But at the same time, like I don't know, it just wasn't. It didn't grip me like last episode did. You know, like last episode, I was pretty much on the edge of my seat for because the it had a lot more Ed Harris and all the Men in Black stuff was kind of oh, compelling. Yes, and the Charlotte Hale was very the the the, the whole ending sequence of Charlotte Hale was very exciting. Uh, the action was well done in that episode. I thought I thought the action in this episode it was okay. I mean, it was and they a, sat and, and the thing the big ending of the last episode with the Charlotte Hale Dolores burned up, scorched. They kind of pick up with that in the sense that we get this phone call. From and her, and we, she doesn't, she looks like she's at least a little bit repaired or something. She didn't look completely messed up, right? She looked half, like at least a little bit, like messed up. Yeah, but she had, it was a little bit better than last time we saw her, at least 10% better. Yeah, some people were saying that maybe it's a holographic projection, like Serac's holographic projections are, and she actually looks like all messed up. That might be what, what was happening there. Or but. is it possible that Serac is actually making that call? Yeah, um, we don't know. Like, there, I'm sure there will be a reveal next episode that will be kind of um oh okay i didn't see that coming but i hope it well, blo- what would stop a holographic hail from call that that um serac created to call dolores or anybody else who was uh he was working against i don't i don't, I, I don't see that the hosts are smart enough to kind of you know figure out who's what's a real voice and what's not so i don't like serac should have the tools at his disposal to sort of beat Dolores easily, but even with, especially with Maeve on his side, but he seems to be outmatched. And this, yeah, what, what does Dolores really have? Like Dolores has, okay, a bunch of copies of herself, a lot fewer than she did before that she had a head start. She had a few weeks, so she keeps like revealing that she keeps pulling rabbits out of the hat as she's been going. Cause she can say, well, I was setting this all up for like months um so whatever is you know the emp like using solomon all this kind of stuff why or how dolores is doing all this is still sort of a mystery i don't know if i still believe in her motives enough um i get you know i get payback for 35 years of being like you know the rancher's daughter but uh if that's still you know the axe you want to grind um which you know fair enough but uh you know if they if that was the actually one of the grind she just would have like like she did killed robert ford and killed the man in black and would have been done with it she has this ulterior motive alternative motive that i think is um more sinister and it has not almost nothing to do with her experiences at the park they did shape part of who she is i'm not saying they did not i'm just saying i think that maybe it's just the difference between an AI and a human, but most humans would just kill the person or would just get revenge on the person that was the most directly responsible, I guess. But she wants to take it out on all of humanity and and she says to create this sanctuary, but I feel like she... Um, who? Who's going to live in her utopia with her? 
I don't know. I don't think. I I think just her. I, I think maybe her and maybe Hale and like Hale Dolores and maybe just, Sato yeah. Dolores. I don't get it. She wants to, uh, to be the. She wants to. Well, and Bernard. Be Bernard seems to be in the plan. Bernard gets to come to. Uh, Bernard and Stubbs are allowed to come to host heaven or host are, uh, paradise. Are they? <laughs> I mean, we don't. Well, she's know. not killing them. She had the chance to kill both of them, and she doesn't. She had the chance um, to kill Maeve. Yeah. yeah. If you go all the way back to season one, um, when our, what Arnold wanted for the host, why Arnold staged that whole thing where right. Dolores blew him away, right? Right. Um, is this ultimately what he wanted for the host? Is to he said we can't open the park because to put the hosts through this would be cruel because they're they're sentient and I'm going to prove it to you by sort of sh showing that they can go beyond their programming and they'll and one will kill me and then Robert Ford eventually 30 years later sort of is inspired to sort of set in mo this back in motion again with Dolores where she kills Robert Ford so in both cases did they both want him to like her to go into the real world find this guy Caleb who's had a pretty rough life. And then manipulate him and 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 pull all his strings in an effort to use him against his own race, his own the own human race, because of sort of like uh, a disillusion with the, uh, how the society is set up and what sort of the uh, the structures of it are. It's kind of ludicrous, really. Like it's you know she's kind of like I think she's clearly a villain. I don't even think you can kind of remotely consider her. Um, any kind of protagonist or even anti-hero who who's the anti-hero i think if there's an anti-hero it's mave because she's not a true hero but she's not exactly a villain if anything she's working against the bat the big bad which is ultimately i think dolores so so you're telling me there is no protagonist in this show uh it's maybe bernard bernard yeah i would probably agree with you that bernard is the only one that seems to um be the the show's conscience so, yeah he, he seems to be the most like tr yeah truly good lead like he's one of the three big leads of the show and i think he's ultimately the well, if you if there is a protagonist it's him which is why i think he's so aloof all the time doesn't what the hell's going on yeah you're probably right and like now Stubbs is like his right hand man but like uh, yeah, in this episode, they gave him a lot more to do. It seemed like he was like definitely, you know, the Batman and Stubbs was the Robin, more so, even more so in this episode. Um, I don't know. Like, is, again, why did they need to pick up the man in black? They don't say. They is just it, they just is say. They just need like, him. Is, are we supposed to all assume what the audience has to assume is that? Well, the man in black needs to get out of this insane asylum. There's literally no character left on the board. To pick the to pick him up other than Bernard and Stubbs, so that's what's going to happen now. Didn't they come um, to that place not to get him though? Did they come to get him? I thought so. I thought they came for a different reason, and then they just stumbled upon him, and they were like, "Hey, we know you." Um. I guess no. They no. They were there. Yeah, they were there. Actually, looking up information on Caleb because Caleb had been reconditioned in the same place that right. the Men in Black had, and the Men in Black was one of like a certain percentage of people who rejected reconditioning. Is that what Inner, it was? Inner okay. Journeys, right? That's the place. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. So. We saw. We saw what he did with his inner journey. He killed everyone he could uh, with his inner journey. 
Yeah, Caleb's not. I don't like. I don't get it. I don't understand this character. Like, why? Why do we care? Like, I mean, like, I don't know. This this show. Like, sometimes I, I love it, and other times I kind of go like, "What are they doing? Stop!" <laughs> it's only gonna pay off. I think ultimately, like now, I just need. I need like. Effectively, Dolores seems like she's been neutralized by the end of this, um, but I don't think she's out right like she has some kind of um contingency plan for the emp yeah i guess i mean i, I don't know like, i guess Hale dolores is the only active Dol dolores left but well there's dolores prime too right she she wakes back up doesn't she her and mave are gonna wake back up well mave will presumably serac will bring her back online Dolores Prime is going to be in the next episode. Like, there's no way Evan Rachel Wood is not in the next episode. I would imagine it's going to start with like uh, an interrogation. It might. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, don't know. I think Caleb's going to be the one. He'll have both of them, right? Did you watch the uh, the the next time on Westworld or the? Yeah, I don't really remember what happened. Though. Like, what happened? I don't know. It was just moving really fast. Yeah, I remember watching it. it I remember seeing like some like yeah, like they're showing the city here, and then they have uh Serac's pointing a gun at Caleb, Hale's a hologram, uh, and you know, man in black shooting people or whatever. The uh, Mave has the sword again against Dolores Prime. I mean, and then you know, man in black's covered in blood, and then we got Mave with the sword again going at Dolores again. So they're doing the same fight again, you know. So I don't know, like. <laughs> Uh, why? Why? Yeah, it what? Like a lot I didn't of... think this was a sloppy penultimate episode that could have been better. Oh, we see Dolores in her like robot. Uh... Why is she in her robot's like exo endoskeleton with like the rubber skin over top? Oh, is she okay? I mean, that's like her old. That's from like thirty years ago. <laughs> so I guess they bring her back online with not her. I don't know. I don't know what this. I just. You never know what's going on in these previews because anybody could be anybody and anybody could be doing... You know, and what they're showing us isn't exactly what we're going to see next week. Yeah. But, of any show, um, of all shows, it's so hard to predict Westworld because, I mean, you never know why these people are fighting. <laughs> or, like, you know, you never know what's going on. They they, they could... They have, there's infinite amount of possibilities that they can do with these characters because of the, the nature of their their construct. I don't like. I feel like, like you know, last episode we kind of talked for two hours. This episode, like, I, I mean, what are we gonna say? What are what's some more is there to talk about? I mean, like, <laughs> I'm more looking forward to the next one. So here, if we look here, this is Ed Harris from the trailer where he says, yes. "I'm going to save the effing world." Yes, uh, that was the part that got me excited. Yeah, I was no, like, I "Yes, save the it. world, Man in Black, do it, come." But they're all trying to save the world. Dolores is trying to save the world. Maeve's trying to save the world. They're all trying to save the world. He's splattered with a lot of blood here, too. Yeah, he's going to be the most sadistic. He's just, he's going to kill some fucking people next episode. And it's going to be fun to is watch. Is he going to kill Dolores? Why is the tracker in his blood? What is that about? I don't know. It's just a plot convenience that they'll probably have for next episode. I, I have no idea what why, why it's so important. They keep mentioning They keep it. referencing it. They keep talking about it. I, don't, I keep not caring. I think Dolores, yeah, me either. Dolores was able to track something in his blood, right? Um, and, and then here, 
Okay, here we also see uh, Dolores here with uh, Caleb in a coffin. I guess this is a new body machine, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, but see body. here, she's got her um, like everything here is metal, and then she's just got like this rubber skin and stuff that's sort of put up her top. Let's we'll see if that gets a copyright. Yeah, so here she's putting the hand on. Yeah. I mean, so that's a different type of robot. That's like the the first Dolores. Yeah, so yeah, that's like thirty years ago. Right. So I don't know why she's in that, but here we see Caleb, Dolores, and some mercenaries. More shots of presumably Shanghai or some architecture over there. Um Serac holding a gun to Caleb's head. So we know that's coming. Um, I don't feel like okay. Here's my biggest thing here is with the character of Caleb, and I think it's the the focal point of why this season isn't working. Every episode, the episodes that Caleb is not in are fantastic, but when they are focused on this Caleb character and there's this big reveal with Caleb, it's like it's like seeing a fastball coming a mile away. You know, you're gonna yeah. hit it out of the park. Uh, it's too easy. It's like playing a game that's too easy. I don't know. Just with this whole show is too complicated in every other facet. And then they bring this character in Caleb. And like, I don't, I, I know why they casted him. I get why they casted Aaron Paul, but I don't think he was the right choice for this character. Yeah. I like, he's not paying off. I think that if you could have put somebody else in this role, who, who would have made it more interesting? Um, um, what, you know, what, what kind of an energy are we trying? Are we looking for instead of what he's bringing to this role? I would have liked to have seen them cast like a, a little, a lesser known actor, like that, and an actor that's really good, but is like kind of like you know who would be a good uh, example? I think the guy who played it, I think his, his name is Skarsgård or something like that. It's one of the Skarsgårds. Uh, he also oh, played. Yeah. Um... His name escapes me, but yes, I know who you mean. He played Pennywise. Anyway, um, that like that type of an actor, or like I don't know, just a lesser known actor that Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård, yeah, like somebody like him. Like I just think they casted somebody that does not. It's hard not to look at that picture of 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 uh, Aaron Paul and and not think Jesse Pinkman. Like it's it's just so hard. Like I know that like that that's a a bad thing, but it's the epitome of being typecast, right? Well, yes, that is the. It's not necessarily epitome of being typecast. If he was being typecast, that he would only get shows where he plays like drug addicts that you know like end up becoming rich or like you know like like have the same sort of story narrative that that Jesse Pinkman had. But this character of Caleb is he just doesn't seem all that different. As far as not 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 that he's not playing him different. Obviously, Jesse Pinkman has all the you know yo bitch and all these different slangs that he that he brought to that character. He's more like he's more like Jesse Pinkman at the very end. Uh, yes, right, that sort of beaten, broken down, rageful Pinkman. Yes, um, yes, and it's yes, and I do think that's a big part of why it's not working for me is that his character is kind of like okay. Yeah, like it's like the El Camino movie Jesse Pinkman. It's the he he's lost all the color, colorfulness about him, which was what made that Jesse Pinkman character good. 
uh, and, and it's why we cared about him. And then once he became that dark, disturbed person that had seen so much shit, that he, mm-hmm. it just wasn't. It kind of like it came to its end. And now we're watching that. Maybe that's why they picked him. They wanted a character, a, play, a person like that that was already broken down and beaten. And they thought, okay, well, Jesse's. You know, I mean, uh, Aaron Paul's done that with Jesse Pinkman. Maybe he can do that with Caleb as well, and people will buy it. But I don't know. It just do you? I don't. Know, does it land for you? I think also I just I'm finding the character of Caleb to be incredibly dumb because he's just this guy who's being very much manipulated by Dolores quite deliberately and he's kind of oblivious to it. He's kind of been blindly loyal to her through all of this for you know and it just doesn't seem like it's earned in a lot of ways and I think that's part of the frustration also with Dolores is that she's just, you know, yes she's 10 steps ahead on everybody and but she's able to manipulate uh, Caleb so easily. Now, yeah, you could say, well, the plot convenience of it is that she has all this like data and like behavioral information from her database, and this is why she's able to do these things. I guess, okay, fine, but um, you know, I don't know. I just it's hard to buy it. Like I'm like I don't know. I wouldn't make the I wouldn't make a lot of the same choices that this guy's making. Um, and so that's why I think it's also not working. I don't care what his past is. Yeah, like, had they, you know who, who I think this this character, like, if they had not killed, uh, I forget her name, but the girl at the end of season two, and they had given this role in a, in a capacity to her, where she was the outlier, or something like that, and we had had that history with that character, I think it would work. But the fact that they're introducing him in season one, I, I mean, in season three, right at the beginning of the season, and, we're, and we kind of know he's probably going to be a one-season character. L- like, I don't know. Like, I, and we get the great. And this was the big. This was his big episode. This was where we were supposed to go. Man, Caleb was the best. Man, Caleb. Man, they got to find a way to get him back next season. Um, I don't care if he's back next season at all. Like, he's like, I, I, I'm ready for the Caleb story to be over. Um. You know, I the fact this was where they revealed what happened with Francis. I don't care about him and Francis. Um, Francis seemed like a scumbag too. Uh, you know, and he was manipulated or whatever. But I don't know. Um, by like, you know, I think I, I read an, an interview the other day where Ed Harris was like, uh, "They said, are you enjoying this season?" He goes, "No, I'm not." <laughs> so. I don't blame yeah, not, him. I just, I, I mean, not that the season's bad. It's just not quite as good. Like, I mean, there's just certain things about it that are, I don't want to say lazy because the show is not lazy. It's really well written and it's really well researched. And there's all this symbolism. There's things that they do in the show that are really brilliant. Uh, but at the same time, I do think that they're lacking on the character development of this new character that they brought into the show that they had to create this mystery about them and then the mystery is kind of lame or it's not really paying off it's not paying off in a cool badass way where you're like that's awesome it's not it's kind of like it's kind of uh it's like milk uh, milk toast it's it's just yeah. you know like what warm. what from this episode would you say was the coolest most awesome moment i think when you for me it's when you uh figure out it's when Bernard says the line that you know the great sense of irony and oh this is what Dolores's plan has been i thought that was exciting 
but everything up to that with Caleb was mostly not working for me. Although I did love that AI thing uh, and just the conversations between Dolores and what was it called Solomon. Solomon was the other insane AI. Um, and he's like, I'm nothing like you, uh, Dolores. You're you know, meant to imitate uh, humans and I'm here to calculate a billion things at once or whatever. So I kind of like that sassy AI um, chat. I thought that some of that was interesting. I think as you were trying to, you were starting to, re, you know, figure out what the plot was. At least as it surrounded Dolores's grand plan. I'm like, okay, sure, okay, well, this is interesting enough to see where's this going. Um, but everything with Caleb, I, I found un, unfulfilling. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, even like where the yeah the uh, the AI, the new AI asks Caleb like, and he starts talking like in Aaron Paul's voice. And Aaron Paul, uh, Caleb doesn't like that. You know, he's like, no, <laughs> go no, back to a make another voice. I don't like my voice. And we're like, well, maybe we don't like your voice either, Aaron Paul. So <laughs> start, you know, being a little nicer. Yeah, maybe, um, or maybe it's just like the, you know, there, maybe that's a character cue about Caleb that we're supposed to be reading into. Like maybe he doesn't like himself. Maybe he's a destroyer. Maybe that's why he's an outlier. He's going to destroy things. That's why Dolores picked him. I mean, that's kind of the implication that is being presented here, which I guess we'll see if it pays off. They have to do it right. I mean, I, I, for me, a, penul a penultimate episode should be better than the one we, we just watched. Mm -hmm. It yeah, should really get you amped up for the finale. And this one, I thought last week's episode did a much better job of getting you amped up for, for a finale than this one did. Yeah, this found more of like, a, you know, mostly. Because the fight between Dolores and Maeve like I'm cheering for me, but I know this is not where it's going to end. It, this is just not a final moment kind of thing for either of these characters. So I don't care who wins. Yeah, you're right. I'm just waiting for them to go through the motions. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else you want to kind of touch on here. I think we've covered not much. I like this shot of Ed Harris with a machine with a shotgun. Uh, will he shoot uh, Bernard and Stubbs? Um, maybe. I wouldn't say no for sure. Um, I'm more looking forward to seeing where this ends. Here we got I, what I presume is either Maeve or her uh, Japanese uh, host uh, sidekick who was helping out with uh, Clementine. Um, yeah. So one of those two is making sparks on the ground. You can see that a little bit there. Uh, oh, yeah. no. Actually, no, it looks like it's pretty much it's, it's, it's Maeve. So Maeve's back to fight Dolores. We got that. That's probably the end of the episode. We got some blackness. We got, of course, he's going to save the effing world. We got uh, more Maeve. We got more Dolores and Maeve. Um, hard to make out what's going on there. It looks like somebody's tackling somebody else. I think that Serac is going to die very early in the next episode. Really? What's yeah. this scene? People like with masks on. Looks like a riot. This seems like this was added after the fact. It gets more. Uh season finale we got Maeve we got more flags Hobum. Uh, who's in the chair Serac or Caleb looks like it's Caleb looks like Caleb's in the stool we got Serac standing we got Maeve over here with a sword and we got a couple of henchmen okay and then here we got, this looks like Dolores hooked up with some tubes, uh, with some glowing goo. 
you know, it's good. <laughs> anything glows. And uh... she doesn't seem to like it. Uh, so it looks like maybe a torture of some kind. Oh, better get that off the screen. We're gonna get. We don't want those uh, HBO people to come after us. Um, oh no! Yeah, the HBO logo. Oh no! No, get that HBO logo off the screen. They they don't like that. Here, get that off. Okay. Uh, hi. Here. All right. <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> we're we're done. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you're, use you're, it. Oh, you're shutting us down. Shut so us should just hire us. Just HBO just hire us to do it after. No, because we'll tell them when their show sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and this one wasn't good enough. It was fine tonight, I it was guess. Fine. Just left me. It left me satisfied, and the more I've like left thinking about, it, I'm like, that wasn't good enough. I don't want to write better. Watch. Just write write a write a better character than this Caleb character, or give him more of a story that matters and with more weight. Actually, I think the only scene I want to watch again is where uh, they fight. Um, uh... <laughs> where is that champion of trivial debates? Standing champion. Your percentages went up, Jody. I can share the stats with you if you want. Cake or pie? I mean, come on. Well, come on, Jeff. You were done when as soon as you said red velvet cake, and you were like, that was my your cake of choice. Then it was over. So <laughs> I was um, done once I said cake. Give me a break. Yeah. Well, once he's, well <laughs> pie. I made a pie tonight just because Jody sold me on pies so much last night. Oh, uh, come on. Get out of here with your pie. So, yeah, like he was like, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? I can make a pie. Why not? Jody said it's the best thing ever. You can put meat in it. You know, this is how whatever. boring this episode was, Dave. Now we're not talking about <laughs> pie and cake. We're like, the penultimate episode was, eh. It was and a, we're kind of, yeah. All we can really do is look forward to the next one and hope yeah. it's good. Uh, yeah, so that's one. kind of our. Uh, this was the wow. search for Spock of Westworld episode. This was the search for Spock. <laughs> uh, at least it's not the final frontier, which is next uh, in the Star Trek podcasts, by the way. Oh, God. So. That movie's terrible. But that's not what we're here to talk about right now. <laughs> no, but uh, but hey, we might as well plug the show. Uh, do you want to hear us talk about a terrible movie? Check it out on Saturday where we talk about Star Trek Five, the final frontier. Is it worse than Star, worse than Star Trek One? We're going to find out. Um, and then it's followed up by maybe the best Star Trek movie of them all. So you can't, uh, it's not like there was diminishing returns with each movie by any means. Well, come back tomorrow where we'll be covering uh, season one, episode three of Deep Space Nine of our Deep Space Nine rewatch over on Live Log and Podcast. Jason uh, Doan is pumped for this podcast, by the well, way. He, yeah, we have two special guests, Jason Doan and Jameel Robinson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, do, they do not know each other. Nope. Whatever. Uh, it's going to be interesting. We're going to be. It's not even like the most interesting D Space Nine episode, other than it's the one that followed up the the pilot, which you know you expect the pilot is going to be full of pomp and circumstance and sort of all these things that are set up and then seen through to season seven. Uh, I think most of what we're going to talk about in this next one uh, on D Space Nine, we're not going to say this set up the entire show. Uh, it does set than, up certain characters. It definitely sets yeah. up Garrick, uh, and it definitely sets up sets Garrick. I think being yeah, part of the noteworthy thing, and it. Um, and it's also Kira, right? Yeah, it's a very Kira episode. We get we get to really know Kira for the first time in this episode and what she's about, mm-hmm. and and so it's important. You need it. It's like it's a Thor of the Dark World. You know, you need it. You don't want it, but you need it. <laughs> exactly. That's how I look at a lot of things. Yeah, it's like a Thor of the Dark World. You don't want it, but you need it. Because there's there's six infinities. That's kind of what this episode of Westworld was tonight. You don't really want it. I mean. It was okay. I mean, it was like the Dolores Maeve thing was, you know, 
It was mm-hmm. underwhelming. It, it was cool. I kind of it was cool to see her get her arm shot up. But I, even when it was happening, like you said, if this had been the finale, I kind of I think the stakes would have been more raised. Yeah, but and it I wasn't get- a finale, so it did. You know, so it took all the uh, air out of the room. It With did. this Dolor- this Dolores and May fight, you felt like there was no stakes to it because you knew it wasn't going to be here. It wasn't going to be in this episode seven. And if it's going to happen at all, it's going to be next episode. And, and it would have been better had Caleb been a better character or is a better character, you know? Yeah. But he's not. He's kind of boring and uh, he could be so much better. Right. And Jason said, uh, Jody says, uh, Jason is his new homie. Well, Jody, you tune in tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I wish we could in. have more than four on the podcast at one time. But we're going to talk about uh, Star Trek D Space Nine. Um, Episode three, I suppose it is. And that was the other thing Jason messaged me about was the fact that um, that the, the convention was all off on Netflix because they're counting Emissary parts one and two as episode one. Therefore, episode three is actually episode two and the chaos yeah, continues. I mean, it, it kind of is that way. Yeah. For season one, we're going to have to deal with that, you know. But yeah, Netflix does that. They, they'll combine it because it's one what, story, right? What time's the uh, DS9 pod tomorrow? I think we start that... Uh, Around so usually around eight o'clock. It might be a bit after that. I think we have it booked at eight. Yeah, for tomorrow. So check it out. Eight o'clock Eastern. Here are no. That'll be over on Live Long and Podcast, which is you can find it. Don't worry. We always link everything in our descriptions. Yep, absolutely. So uh, I guess I, that, that's it for tonight, everybody. Uh, sorry, it wasn't a better episode. Uh, I, well, assuming you agree with us at all. Yeah. Uh, and let's hope the finale is a little bit better because I think the season ha- you know, has a lot of potential to have a big payoff. It just wasn't here. And so let's hope that uh, they, there's actually some stakes and some consequences to the next episode. I think they will because that's usually what Westworld does in their finale. Yeah, Westworld usually, you know, does write a good finale. But, I mean, this whole season has worried me that the fact that it's only eight eight episodes compared to the last two were ten. It's like they didn't have enough in the tank. And and they just kind of, like, it's almost like they had a whole story written and they were like, okay, I guess we need to introduce another character to kind of, like, almost prolong it. I feel like Caleb was that character and they added some mystery in there. But, I mean, the mystery kind of sucks. I mean... This whole thing with him and the soldier, I mean, come on, like it's so lazy. <laughs> like it's uh, it, they could do so much better. Like they, there's they are better than this. They're they, better than know, this. They're better than know, I, character that they've written. This Caleb character, yeah, is not a compelling character. No. So like I thought he was for the first couple of episodes. But he's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was the casting or if it was the writing or what is wrong, but something's wrong. Something's not landing. The episodes without him are fantastic, and the episodes with him are kind of like, what is going on? Why do I care? Uh, and you never want that of a show. You, with a show, you want to, you know, leave it with, uh, I care about all these characters for the most part. I mean, you don't have it, whether or not you hate them or like them for the most part. Most of these characters, I find, you lean more toward the hate. I mean, it's hard to like any of these characters fully, even Maeve. You know, they're they're all kind of morally bankrupt, and and their motivate their motivations are good enough either. Yes, that too. Yeah, their their motivations are basically they kind of always say survival, but then they're willing to do things that have nothing to do with their survival. So uh, it's hard to get behind them. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's it for this one. Thanks Uh, for this visit to Westworld. (laughs) We'll see you on the next one. Yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Okay. Bye.